ondas, primos y primas? Welcome to My Primos Podcast, the show where two primos talk over each other about world events and all the babosadas that we can squeeze into an hour. On today's show, we talk about current events, open up a new segment for your enjoyment, and lastly, we learn a little bit about ourselves and our personalities. This and more, so you really got to stick around for the whole show. All right, guys, welcome to My Primo's Podcast once again. Thanks for joining us. My name is Freddie, and want to welcome everybody to the show. And with me, as always, is El Primo, Walter, or Siete, or Ulysses. No sé qué putas como te hablas. Say hi to everybody. Buenas noches, señores y señoras. <laughs> <laughs> well, aquí conmigo siempre, como todas las semanas. Uh, want to just bring, welcome everybody to the show. Again, you can follow us on iTunes. Google Play, we're on Spotify, you can search us there, no excuses everybody, and of course you can send me messages through Facebook, Instagram, at My Primos Podcast, and of course email myprimospodcast at gmail.com. And so, want to welcome everybody again, and here we are, once again, late, but still keeping it week to week with conversations. So, Primo, que me contas, what you been up to, let's catch up. Uh... My watermelon patch is waiting for y'all. I have a big ass, juicy, very very sweet, which actually it's like a Jolly Rancher. Ooh, <laughs> now I'm listening. I'm interested. No, pero no. Lo raro fue que que like this is my first time growing watermelon since I was a kid because my dad would always randomly throw a seed in there, you know, para crecer sandías. Pero esta vez, this is the first time I tried it this year. Last last year, I uh, calabacita, para la flor de calabaza. Yeah. You can fry it and even make pupusas out of it. But this time, I tried pepinos and sandía. So, los ahorita salió sandía, I just cut the first one up. And as soon as I opened it, it was kind of like, uh, se echaba de ver que le faltaba que madurara. Porque mm. lo rojo no, no había llegado hasta el hasta la cáscara que le faltaba como una pulgada oh. if you can imagine that so you can tell it's like damn that like as soon as I opened it up I was like shit le falta but then as soon as I tasted it it was super sweet man like mm, I'll be the judge of that man you know yeah yeah so anyways Lucy has a watermelon in my watermelon patch waiting for her every day I would wake up go water it and no I'm telling you the truth I go and check it for bugs because this is the thing that I've been learning so far. Once demasiado agua. I don't like if any of y'all know listeners know how to properly grow sandia, let me know. But I had to I've literally had to put a plate under the sandia cuando ya está grandecita. Porque si la dejas, el agua se acumula and the bugs get to it y la y la comen y se la y la pudren. Oh like literally. Okay. okay. So it's it's a whole science. Like I've been like Babying I was like, it? what the fuck? Yeah, babying it. Like, I have two. I just corté una y la que está esperando es de Lucy, so. Hey, man, because she was, saw the picture. You sent a video of a sandia. And you should post it on the on the Instagram, man, that video. Yeah. It's a good size. It's a good size sandia. And Lucia saw it. She's like, ooh, like, you better not crack it open because you promised her for her. So, no, yeah, she's, she's there. She's it's waiting. There. For, she wants to try it, man. She's excited. About no, like, mañana, mañana le voy a poner sombra. Le voy a ponerla así. Le voy a poner una sombría. Para que la tape un poquito, uh, para que no reviente, supongo. I'm, I'm like, I'm going, I'm just going off of common sense and thermodynamics. I don't know, like I've never grown this shit. Damn. But, but I think 
de tu tía reina, I might have heredado a little bit of a green thumb, a little bit, just a little bit. No, but you know what? Because you you have like a big ass sunflower in your front yard and like, si pegas las flores, tienes mano para eso. Yeah, no, ahorita esas sunflowers, if you let them dry a little, I let them dry and you can harvest sunflowers out of them. And I have like a shitload of basil, so I'll make you a pesto. How about some bok choy, man? Can you grow some bok choy? Ooh, that would be interesting. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Well, if any of you listeners out there know how to grow bok choy bok and veggies choy. in Texas weather, let Walter know at myprimospodcast at gmail.com. But, we'll take yeah, gardening you, advice. You, yeah, we will. I will. I will. Martha Stewart. Like, where if you're listening. <laughs> um, but, no, yeah. But anyways, like, I don't know if it's because watermelons that I grew I don't know it's if it's my basil. I don't know if it's my cilantro, Maybe but it, it all is, tastes man. fucking delicious. Maybe it is because you, know? you you put your hands on it. You you made it. No work. pesticides. No nothing. It's, it's or, organic. Well, Lisa, nowadays everything's organic. When you don't. Put I mean, any and, and, I, and not to be preachy. I ain't trying to be a preachy motherfucker. I just mm, go I off of whatever I manage to do and have patience for it as well because you have to have patience for yeah. it. Um, grow herbs, man. Herbs is the best thing you can grow, and como que herbs you can grow them in a small space and you don't need too much of it to flavor your food you know you yeah. don't need too much it'll, it doesn't you can do it in an apartment you know like hydroponics so, that sounds like something else to me but hey man you know what let's keep it real it's just you're growing an herb this is not california <laughs> homie not yet one day uh, but yeah day. anyways it's 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 right there lucy i'm waiting for you it's looking right. that watermelon is looking forward to you. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll give it a shot. Again, I'm not a watermelon fan, but I'll give it a try, man. You know, a ver qué pasa. Uh, pero conmigo, tell you the truth, man. I've just been uh, working behind the scenes. Uh, we're going to introduce a new subject today, a new uh, a segment I'm excited about. Uh, you know, before I came to Texas, I was in, in film school and I was doing my, my really, I was reading two documentaries. And so I've been really looking into. I'm gonna say like audio, you know, like serial and uh, just presenting stories and documentaries about people. Like I've just been really into that, and I figured that I dabbled in that, and we have the ability here to record audio, and why not start, you know, pushing forward to things like that. So I've been working on a segment with us uh, here, and I also lined up uh, an interview coming soon uh, with the creator of El Peso Hero, you know, comic book creator Hector. Cool, I'm looking uh, forward to. Yeah, that. it's gonna be great. I'm excited for that. So I'm really pumped. I'm excited. Uh, I've been doing a lot of work uh, kind of behind the scenes. So that's kind of what I've been really doing. No watermelon growing for me. Uh, no. But more on the creative side, you know? That's what I'm up to. Hey, man, we'll do a Gallagher when you get when you get here. <laughs> you just want to smash a watermelon, huh? With you a blindfold on? You want to be like those animes where you like... No, I'll probably do it with my thighs. I'll smash it out. Like, no, we'll have Lucy re que reviente la watermelon con... Hey, pero con yo, nunca, tierra, yo nunca entendí eso. Like, I'm not, I'm not... I watch a lot of anime... But I never understood the whole idea of being blindfolded and smashing it with a stick, like a piñata, the watermelon. I never, I never got know. it. Don't, don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you talking We need to get an anime expert on the show to, to get us kind of versed in on that, you know? Edin, shout out to Edin, we'll get that motherfucker, but he, he knows, like, he knows hentai, <laughs> I think hentai, for those that you don't know, don't. Don't Google it at work. It's not safe for work. It's not a cartoon anime porn. So, yeah, don't don't Google ish, that at work. Ish. Not necessarily, but it's border. Some of it is borderline. It's, Some of it is. It's porn. Know, pretty, it's porn. 
Uh, anyways, <laughs> but <laughs> now that's pretty much it for me. I mean, that's all I've been doing is working on behind the scenes stuff that keeps me busy. Of course, work, the kiddo, uh, things like that. So it's a blast. That's what I've been doing here. No, and, ju- and just to add on to that, like um, I appreciate that. Just to say it on air, I appreciate it. it's not something I'm very well versed in, and I'm trying to learn little by little. So I appreciate your hard work behind the scenes on this show. Um, and I'm looking forward to learning more and more and more and more about it so I can take a little bit of that load little by little. No, so. It's fun, man. You know, and to kind of give everybody a peek, you know, we've, we we have a strong, you know, little community. I appreciate everybody that has been chiming in, listening, you know, week by week. Uh, it's fun. You know, I've shown Walter when we get like the stats, you know, at the end of the month. Uh, a map of the world and kind of where people have downloaded our stuff or heard. It's where's the cool. Where's the we we were even where? Uh, we were in Sweden. We were in, in Sweden, UK, uh, Spain, and well, the US. We have a lot of US listeners, of course. Yeah. It's kind of you know between California, which shout out to California. I think it has the most downloads and streams cool. of anybody else. Appreciate you guys. Cool. Uh, New York, Texas, of course. Uh, looks like Nevada, Georgia, uh, Alaska, uh, and even Canada. So it's it's a mix, man. It's fun. I, I'm I'm excited. That kind of stuff motivates me, you know, because yeah. this is a, a passion project. Uh, hopefully, one day we, our passion project can can lead us somewhere far. You know, there's a phrase that you know I always kind of akin to when it comes to creative, that. Business, no la cagues. That's no, a... <laughs> but like business can exist without art, but art cannot exist without business. At the end of the day, you know it's yeah. it sucks to say that, but it's true. Like even oh, it's just even capitalism. even even Michelangelo had a Patreon, you know, that paid for yeah. him to go do that. You know, so like that. Hopefully, in the future, we can get to a point where who knows? You know, like if you put something good out in the universe, it comes back. You know. So well, we might we might be getting to that point right now. We are there, and and it might get and it might be getting ruined. You know, like you have YouTube, and like so many creators have actually come out and actually made a career out of it. Yeah, like a broad 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 city, right? Oh they yeah, they started yeah, off yeah. online and look at them. You know, like oh, dude, they're just hilarious online. She she used know? to get high and just play video games, like the girl from like broad to city. be honest, like like you know. I remember I was watching uh, Girls on HBO, yeah. like when it like the first season, and I really enjoyed it. It was like a, I, I don't want to call it Sex in the City because I don't, I didn't never really watch Sex in the City, but in terms of its following and it's and it's um. <laughs> <laughs> You're so Miranda Walter. Yeah, I'm so Miranda. God damn it. <laughs> Glory holes or what the fuck? No, no, it's a whole different thing. It's yeah. actually not a, um, anyways, whatever. But yeah, pero look, it hit a, I, with girls, the show, it felt like it had the same following, pretty much, you know, and in terms of like, oh, shit, you know, like, it's a new take and, you know, the millennial women going through life and everything, so very entertaining, very well written, like it's, como quien dice, like, it hooked me, and it's not like, I never felt guilty if I am, if I'm ever, I don't, I don't ever feel the need to say that I ever feel guilty, but People classified it as, you know, a chick show, right, or whatever. So yeah. I liked it. It hooked me. I enjoyed it. But then as soon as the first season was done and then all of a sudden I started watching Broad Cities, that kind of just, like, it pretty much took my attention. And I was like, girls is, like, way too privileged to a certain extent. Even though Broad City is, 
but Broad City kind of was more. It felt more real, even, even though still some Jewish oh, girls. Oh, it's but it's know. more over the top, more fantastical, you know, more. Yeah, more, it's more, fun. It's more hyperbole. Yeah, and, but it's fine. I enjoyed it. It's ridiculousness yeah. for being ridiculous, you know. Sometimes it's fine. But anyways, going tying it back to what we were saying, it's like broad you know broad cities like content that came from online from just a passion thing yeah which you know it doesn't mean that this is what that's going to be but i'm so happy for the people that can it turns into you know so it's who knows man that's kind of like the little like secret little dream that i can just do this all day i can just make content all day and churn out different things and different programs and different like you know who knows who knows you know that's the dream but not to say that it's not possible right Anything's possible. Yeah. All right. Now that we caught up, let's catch up with quick news. Uh, we're going to just kind of drop kind of like a, I don't know, what do you call it? Like a mini lightning round. You know, we're not going to take uh, do the whole buzzer thing, but we're just going to kind of mention some stories that we uh, stood out to us during the last week, uh, touch base with them and give you our thoughts and then just kind of run with it and see what happens. So tonight, I'm going to start with mine, Walter. A ver, tell me what you think. Uh, one of the big things that came out recently was, uh, for me, that stood out. Uh, pretty sure you heard about it. It was a big deal on social media. In L.A., a 92-year-old man, Mexican man, was attacked over 4th of July. Uh, he was walking on the street, solito, and he bumped into a woman and her kid, accidentally bumped into her child, and this woman straight up attacked him, threw him on the ground, grabbed a brick and started beating on this guy on his head mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere he started uh, he's just screaming y llegaron like más gente atacarlos and they jumped on him and kicked him started saying like f you mexican why are you here leave this country uh, blah, blah 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 all these things right and they pretty much left them there to die and they took off and they kept being like oh get out of here why are you here leave this country and then that was a week ago now as we're recording this and they finally caught the woman that did it. They caught a picture of her. There was a witness that helped the man. Y pobrecito, man, when you see the story and you can check it out online, it breaks your heart. You know, this guy's 92 years old, visiting from Mexico for his family, and he gets attacked, beaten. It's a fuck, freaking almost fucking, it's a, it is a hate crime, you know? Like, he just got attacked like that. And they finally caught the woman that started the whole incident, and uh, she's, she's basically, she's in jail right now. She's awaiting trial. And they're looking into investigating the other people that were involved in the beating. So I want to hear your thoughts, man. What do you think about the whole scenario? The woman getting caught? Uh, just, just your thoughts. Uh, I don't know. You could just be like, she was having a bad moment, and she's, you know. But then that sort of hate speech coming out—that's, you know. I'm just, you know, gonna. I'm kind of looking forward to at the tail end of it when whatever happens TMZ asks her what the fuck were you thinking like what the fuck you know cuz when you hear stories like this you want to know what the actual you know what the person was thinking like what the fuck were you thinking you know so it's hard because i mean i'm a parent and i get it someone just bumps into your kid but like you said what drove her to that extreme because look at this the report says the woman's name is Lakeisha Jones 30 years old, this guy's 92. She uh, was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon. She attacked the, the gentleman named Rodolfo Rodriguez, two broken ribs, a broken cheekbone, bruising throughout his body, and attacked with the brick, bludgeoned. So 
you're right. What the fuck happened? What what caused her to, to lose her shit? But then screaming things like, go back to your country. Uh, you know, go, don't be here. You're, you're fucking Mexican. You're immigrant. You're illegal. Like, all this stuff. I don't know. It, it's hard to sit back and just look at that and go, shit, man. It's, it's, it's still a crime. It's sad. But I'm glad they found the woman. And just to serve out justice, man, this has to be addressed. I'm glad that they caught her and... And that portion of it, at least. No, yeah, and I mean, and for coming just from a, you know, she's just she's just an asshole. Um, but addressing the racial factor in there, it's like, as much as we talk shit about, you know, cops and their reaction and how law and ours applied and blah blah and a more racialized, you know, yeah. environment, um, and just white people. And, and their need to police white spaces. I can, like, that yeah. guy with the Puerto Rico, uh, that woman with the Puerto Rico shirt, and the guy's like, you're not American, you're not American, you know? So there's so many examples of, of, of us complaining, oh. people of color complaining to white people, like, what the fuck, man? I'm just trying to exist. Yeah, and I just one thing I didn't really, brown. and I glossed over you know? it, but like you, I guess what you're touching on is that this was an African-American woman, a yeah. black woman attacking... Uh, you know, a Mexican and having that whole, but it becomes no longer a race thing. It becomes an, an immigrant thing, you know, uh, an, an idea of entitlement of, Hey, I'm American. I'm better than you. Yeah. Because of that, so, it's no longer yeah, a race thing. You know? same token. So it's as much as, and what I'm trying to say, as much as we complain about white people, essentially it's, we have to also look within ourselves and say like, Hey, like, us as Latino stop talking shit about black people and black people stop talking shit about Latinos. Like we're in the same struggle. We're yeah. in the same boat. Um, and even white people as well of a certain economic background, specific economic background, they fall within the same struggles that we do. And we're part of the proletariat pro, uh, and we're part of the, you know, worker, the labor force that, you know, have, we have to work to pay our rent. Nothing comes for free, you know. So yeah. that's uh, un, pu un punto de hermandad, practically. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying that. I mean, glad there's at least. It doesn't, at the end of the day, this man was attacked. Anyways, let's move quickly. Um, now I'm speeding. Like, damn, I've gotten way better at this. Huh? Like, Do now it, man. I'm what's your, what's your, um, your Okay, answer? real quick. Woman climbed base base of Liberty statue and hung a sign that said abolish ice on the 4th of July. That's the most American thing I've ever heard. Yeah, she climbed the Statue of Liberty. 4th of July. And she put abolish ice. That was awesome. I was. Like, she was arrested and people protested and she was released. So yeah, that's, that's cool. my hero. That that's my awesome. hero. Of, that's, I, there's no more to say. She's just a badass. And she's an immigrant as well herself. Which was, which is I'm dumbfounded like um, she's my hero. Like awesome. if anything, they should name schools after her <laughs> rather than any other fucking Confederate genocidal <laughs> maniac out there. They somehow justify, you know, for cultural reasons. Uh, but anyways, cool. Yeah, she's, your next she's awesome. one. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was fucking cool. Uh, the next one is the kids in Thailand, the soccer team. I was oh, wrong last time yeah. I put the story on there. It was just kind of breaking. I, and it was I said Philippines, but actually it was in Thailand. And the soccer team was called the, they're called the Wild Boars. And as at this time, uh, as recording, they've rescued all of them. Okay. They got mm -hmm. them out of the caves, which is great news. The world needed this. We needed a win in the world. <laughs> you know, someone, something good happening. Got them all out. They're right now going to the hospitals and everybody's getting, you know, checked out. 
Uh, but what cool thing I read about the whole process is that you know Musk sent like engineers out there. You know the guy who owns Tesla, Elon, Elon, Elon Musk, Elon. Uh, that owns you know SpaceX, Tesla. Hyperloop, Tesla, yeah. and he sent engineers out there. He even sent like a baby submarine that they had designed to help get people out. They didn't use it because the Thai government said it wasn't like practical. You know, it was a cool idea, just not practical for what they're trying to do. And but he let them keep it. Hey man, keep it for future use. I'm gonna name it the Wild Boar after the team, and the kids oh, all got yeah. got um they got rescued by other means. But the cool thing is that he was able to send. That's that's what we need is like visionaries like that lending their powers for good, their wealth for good. You know. So I was really happy to hear they made it. That Elon Musk was able to kind of send his help, whatever he did, even if he wasn't physically there. His people, I figured they ate it, and it's good news. And I mean, just to add on to that, um, the fact that. You know, but kind of sends shivers down my spine and psyche. Is like these kids are what eight to twelve, thirteen, and they were put in a position like they were prepped, and then scuba dive, motherfucker, you gotta swim your way out of here. So I don't know what I would have done at that age. I don't know, and like I don't know what Jimmy would have done at that age. You know, it's like it's admirable. It's a sort of like a character. It was like shit, you know? He, yeah, it's my son's eight years old right now, and I don't know. I mean, I would think, I would hope and pray that, yes, he'd be able to, to learn and, and, and get out of there. Like, your your body hits survival mode, right? Like we said, I guess it depends on... Those are some hardy kids. Those are some hardy kids. Yeah, it's lived, what, almost three weeks in a cave, pretty much, yeah. and, and survive. And they were found nine days, like, once they got lost, they were found nine days. At the ninth day, they were found in the cave. But just to kind of, like... Um, not to loot like within all this, ex, you know, excitement about that they actually like a positive story, right? Let's yeah. not forget that Saman Gunan, and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. He was one of the rescuers, which he was a former Thai. He was part of the Thailand elite Navy SEAL, which he was already retired, and he came back to help out, and he yeah. desafortunadamente falleció en el proceso de tratar de salvarlo. So it's something to kind of like keep in mind, like, hey, like, it's a happy story, but there's a lot of people that worked to go, you know, get these kids out. Oh, and the 3D movie coming forward or something. Yeah, they're wow. making a movie just, out of it. Hollywood is just so fucking, oh, man. I mean. Capitalism. But isn't it a great story, though? Like, if someone, if they if they get can get better and tell you their story, their perspective, and how yeah, everything but, went. Let them make money off of it. I hope they're the like. I hope they make money off of it. Yeah. Put it that way. Yeah, I agree. You know, because I heard as soon as this was done, there was people out there trying to buy their story, trying to, you know, turn it into a movie. Like you said, it's a very interesting, like the miners in Chile, very interesting movie. story. They made a movie out of it. So the only thing I hope is like shit. They get a cut out of this. Oh, they you know? better. They better. They better. I, hope, I think the don't world. Say better not. You know, it's like. I don't think the world will let it stand. Like, oh, you made money off this kid's tragedy, you know? So they, they better be taken care of, straight up. But you know, my, it's like the guy that died, Saman Gunan. Um, I hope his family, their, his family gets something out of it because, A, he might be a hero and everything, but at the end of the day, you know, la renta no la pagas, no la pagas con amor, se paga con dinero. So, yeah, let's see if know? the Thai government can, can pull their weight. All right, what do you got rounding out the, the current events? Uh, rounding out 
Uh, just real quick, this might be a little bit too serious for today's episode, but it's very informative, um, and I'll just kind of drill through this one. John McCain mm-hmm. is going to be a very important character in the upcoming nomination of any and I guess the most recent one, I forget his name and it doesn't really matter, Trump nominee for the Supreme Court. Because whoever he nominates, it's going to be, you know, potentially getting rid of Roe versus Wade for the, you know, ab- abortion, right? For abortion. Uh, His name is Brett Kavanaugh, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he's the one that's been nominated recently for Supreme Court. Yeah, and the reason I bring up John McCain is because John McCain is uh, currently fighting cancer, and they need 51 votes to, you know, get that judge into the Supreme Court and he's the 51st vote pretty much so um, he's a tie they're breaker. saying that he yeah he's he's potentially the tiebreaker and he won't be able to make it in which means that they're going to be a split along party lines you're going to get 50 and 50 from both parties which means that Pence is going to be left as oh. usual uh, the vice president is left to break the tie you know so much shit could happen from now till the end of Trump's life or air or, or, or presidency but his this nomination that he's making he's purposely picking somebody that is very young and this is 30 35 year 40 year you know puesto. Oh, they're there for their life you know? they're there, they're for there life. You, know? you know like yeah. and i'm being conservative 40 years they could be there to the to they die in notorious rbg she better not fucking well Quit. It's crazy, but like not only that, the, his nominee and I probably we're gonna hear about this as as days go by. But the nominee he picked is very just so convenient. Uh, a nominee that does that believes yes. that the president yes. should not be put on trial. What does that tell you? With all the other shit going on, a nominee that says, "Hey, I believe the president shouldn't be put on trial." A nominee that's leaning towards Roe versus Wade being uh, removed. Uh, a nominee that's leaning so far right that it's gonna break the balance of the judicial system you know what's stopping him from going hey what guess gay marriage out hey you know uh, it, it, all these things are are scary because the supreme court has been a teetering you know a, like a teeter-totter you know back yeah, and forth. that kennedy guy he's always been like i guess the the swing vote yeah. but that's where we're going at to where he's going to nominate somebody that's obviously conservative and it could just potentially get rid of Roe versus Wade, which is one of the most uh, sensitive, you know, party splitting issues, you know, um, when it comes to politics. But in addition to that, they're also saying like that Kennedy's son loaned Kennedy's son, where he works, I guess, as an investor or banker, loaned like about a billion dollars throughout the life of Trump's. Um, businesses, so there's like they're in cahoots that they're, they're saying that Kennedy stepped down because Kennedy's like they say like Kennedy's like 84, 80 something like that. So todavía se mira pichón el güey, no se mira como que se está muriendo. La esta RBG, ta, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, esa como que se está muriendo, pero She's still I there. hope she, I hope she stays, man. Like don't fucking die, don't get tired. Pero este vato se mira más joven, so they're saying that. Behind the scenes, he's stepping down because he knows for sure that this guy is going to bring somebody in as conservative as him or even more. Yeah. But that's my little spill for, you know, don't forget about that. 
just to kind of end it here, what are some um, some like just straight up like boom 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 like the honorable mentions of what's happening in the news? Yes, I uh, you can go. I'll throw mine out there real quick. Honorable mentions, just in terms of shit to keep in mind as you live life. Uh, Minority Report. Facial recognition was used to find and catch a suspect in Sacramento. That's very scary. Wow. North Korea actually supposedly is trying to hide uh, their nukes, so they're actually continuing to work. So the whole North Korea shit with Trump is not working. Scott Pruitt was asked at a diner by a mother and while she was carrying her kid to uh, step down, and a week later he actually stepped down because he was being up the ass investigated by so many like unethical shit he was doing. Tupac, supposedly somebody like somebody that was involved and knows about Tupac's murder came forward, Segun. Um, Kevin Spacey continued to being me tooed by a bunch of guy a uh, me tooed by a bunch of dudes yeah. Um, yeah. that are accusing him. What's yours? Well, we got Nicaragua still going through its plight. Yeah. Uh, and right now, recently, they actually had an attack at one of the churches. Uh, the a, a group of people, kind of like backed by the government, uh, ransacked the church and killed up to 31 people wow. in an attack in the church, raising the death toll right now since the beginning of back in April up to 300 deaths. 300 deaths. What? So Nicaragua Fuck, still... Last time, last, time we had, um, last time we had Mikey on for... That very informative, just shout out to Mikey. Very informative segment for Nicaragua. We were he, he they were at two hundred, at two hundred. So I mean, it's, it's SOS Nicaragua, yeah, everybody. Man. It's still happening. Keep out there. Yeah. Keep looking because it's going down the path of Venezuela. And Venezuela, I keep mentioning that, and they're kind of going hand in hand. So that's still happening. Just keep an eye out. Don't ignore it. So like, just to keep on that same note, kind of like, and the, then this is just a, a very rudimentary analysis of what the fuck is going on. What what why does the US not say anything? But it feels like it's just sort of let it fall apart, just like Venezuela, let it fall apart, like Nick like Puerto Rico, let it fall apart for whatever reasons and then come swoop in, buy everything and turn it into a what, you know, whatever you want. To be fair, the U.S. has stopped supporting like th- certain nationals that are from yeah, Nicaragua. But, troquitas, wey, que les yeah, but that's pretty much you all know, they, they can do more. That's all they've done. Yeah. That's all they've done. Uh, another one that. But still. No, no, no. And the last one that stands out, and I know it's uh, just kind of a touchy subject with us here. We're all about uh, knowing the world, economics, but tariffs that Trump put into place are causing all vehicles, even used cars, to go up in price. So you guys so this is directly for, to your pocket to my pocket this is literally going into our pockets here because now I'm shopping for a car okay a used car and guess what now they're going up in price because it is gonna cost so much more money to make these foreign cars that we all like love and trust like you know Toyota uh, you know uh, Nissan Honda oh, all the foreign okay vehicles. okay so 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 let me analyze this so then Foreign cars are going to go up in price because of the steel, obviously. Correct. So then that's going to mean that used cars are going to go up in price based on demand. Correct. And supply. Supply and, and demand. Man, the, 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 the free market that everybody's so yeah. you know, up in arms about, which in a way, me, I'm all about make your money, right? I'm not stopping you from making your money. But make your money, boo-boo. Make your money. But the issue is now we're, we're going to feel it as a consumer because look at what happened with OPEC. 
fucking gas is out of control. Now look at the fact that we're being yeah, and and, this, and just sorry to interrupt, but the sad part about that is that a lot of those prices and the perfect example is cars. The hike in prices could be easily manufactured. That's the thing. You go to a dealer, that motherfucker is gonna be like. He's going to tell you the story that we're telling you right now. Hey, yeah. the price on steel went up, so cars and blah, 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 blah. So this car is no longer – this Toyota is no longer 20000 It's 25000 yep. So take it where you can. Yep, pretty much. And it's, so a, it's, a yeah. it's a sales tool. Yeah. So it, it could it – could, it, it's, it's true based on common sense, just a supply and demand. But it could also be manufactured, so watch out. Keep an eye out, guys. Yeah. And to end this part, I guess, as I would like to end this one, is, A, the kids, the 2,500 kids that have been, at this point, 2,500 kids that have been separated from their families. Uh, Raices has actually raised $20 million, and I've been seeing memes about the situation, and there's pretty much, I also heard about this uh, mom that had to pay $500 in paperwork to get her kid back. So pretty much they're buying their kids back. Raices raised to twenty million. I said right. Yeah. Um, we're essentially buying those kids back. It's a it's it's a GoFundMe to buy to help these people, these backpackers or people buy their kids back. That's what it essentially turns into. It's sad, man. And they haven't. Your they opinion. failed. They failed at remember the 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 um, order by the court. ADN. They had to do a ADN to to find their parents a, and find a, their kids. Yep. And, and they can't get it together. And they still didn't meet the deadline for all the families being reunited. And it's a fucking mess. Like you said before, the logistics behind their fuck up is causing this to be even more detrimental to these kids. And not yeah. And that's the thing. Like, and for those pinches cabrones inconsiderados racistas. We're focused on the detrimental effects that it, you know, to the children. But to those that don't give a fuck about that, just think about it from economic, from an economic perspective. Like, there's a lot of money that's gonna get, a lot of money, a lot of money, a lot, a lot of money doing it Trump's way, pretty much. And they're happy with it. But anyways. But guys, make noise. Don't forget these things. We bring them up because they matter. Don't forget them. There's always news, always things coming up. There's always topics, there's always changes, but these things are still happening. So keep make keep uh, in your eyes, uh, keep it in your heart, keep it in your minds, and just make noise. Bienvenidos and welcome to Héroes del Silencio, where we take a moment to bring to light an individual who was a voice, a catalyst, and a hero to the disenfranchised, those ignored, and those who are not allowed to speak up. Today we bring you Jose Castellanos Contreras, born December 23, 1893 in the city of San Vicente, El Salvador. He was an army colonel and diplomat that during World War II was able to save up to 40,000 Jews and Central Europeans from Nazi persecution. He served as a Salvadorian consul in Geneva between 1941 and 1945. He was approached by a Jewish businessman named Gregory Mandel who expressed the deadly situation he, his family, and countless others were suffering due to the atrocities of the Nazi party. Castellanos, moved by this tragedy, took it upon himself to help falsify and create a position for Mandel, to also allow him to create and falsify new identities and at least 13,000 citizenship certificates to naturalize and provide Salvadorian citizenship for these lost souls. 
This in turn allowed them to gain asylum with the International Red Cross. These Euro Salvies from Bulgarian, Polish, Hungarian, Romanian, and Czechoslovakian descent would avoid Nazi extraction. Castellanos was the voice these muted lives needed at a time where asylum was not easily granted by other superpowers. Castellanos stood firm y fuerte to help those who couldn't help themselves. Since then, he has been recognized by numerous organizations and after nominations from the Israeli Foreign Ministry and the Jewish community in El Salvador, he was awarded by the World Holocaust Remember Center the title of Righteous Among the Nations for his life-saving actions during the Holocaust a title awarded to non-Jews for saving Jews from Nazi extermination. Jose Castellanos Contreras es un héroe del silencio. That was very good. Dude, what do you guys think of our, our new Héroes uh, de Silencio segment? I hope you guys enjoyed it, that little educational uh, trip with uh, our first, uh, on our first... I mean, mini kind of doc on Jose Castellanos Contreras from El Salvador. Uh, what do you think, Walter? Um, this is literally the first time I'm hearing it. Um, I like it. Uh, this is, again, thank you. This is part of the shit that you do in the background that I don't get to participate in due to just pretty much I don't know how to do this shit. I'm really getting <laughs> introduced to it, So, which I hope to get to help you out with and get to know a little bit more. Um, but damn, that's pretty fuck. So, ¿cómo se llama este vato? Jose Castellanos Contreras. Damn, that's that's and thank thank you for that. That's very educational. It's like little snippets of what we don't get taught in school and will never get taught in school, uh-huh. even if not intentionally. Like even if you even if you, even if you had a teacher, dedicated teacher that wanted to teach you this stuff, it's only so much time that they have. So. I'm glad we're picking up a little bit of that, man. That's pretty it's about, fucking dope. It's about bringing to light things that you would normally know, especially about our own país. You know, yo, yo no conozco yeah. la historia de Salvador. Yo conozco la guerra. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, la guerra, la guerra, la guerra, la guerra, la guerra. But la pupusa. Is, la pupusa. And, but, pero, like, this was an eye-opening thing to go, wow, like, you know, someone, our countrymen, did something that affected the world. You know, it wasn't just... Uh, something oh isolated by their country or what they did here. Okay, what does he, what was the United States doing at the time? Uh, at the time, I think right around that time, I mean, they only they they got involved because of Pearl Harbor during World War Two. Uh-huh. They were all isolationists, you know. There was even that story of how they turned away a, a ship of uh, uh, refugees coming from Europe, you know, because they wanted to stay yeah. out of the war. And so, right around this time, when Contreras was a you know a consulate, yeah, but they were they were like out of the war, quote-unquote, but they were still supplying shit. They were the supplier. They were still supplying the guns, man, so... They started supplying all that. They were making money, and then eventually it hit home, so they had to get involved. But uh, I think to, to not lose the focus on our our subject today yeah. is really that he put himself out there because of humanity, you know? And he put himself... He, he created and he falsified a position for a refugee. And then in that, he saved other people's so, lives, you know? So those... You said 13,000? 13,000 what? Uh, Certificates of citizenship. So let's say, for example, he gave it to the father of a family. And so since he's a citizen, now his kids are all protected under that. So he didn't just save 13,000. He he saved 13,000 plus whomever... Came with that person, like you said, if you, if you, if they did it for a head of a household, 
That was like potentially seven, eight, nine, ten yeah. people. That, because you sponsor, you sponsor citizenship and all that, and you, you're you're protecting, and that allowed for the Red Cross to come in and, and cover protection on them and give aid uh, to this whole. People. Is that are you one of them? Because you white. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Is know, that why maybe. you picked this story, Stanley? No, 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 no. no. It was just a, well, something that I looked up, and I started digging around the internet, doing research. Uh, there's tons of stuff. Part we of have family. You're part of the family, the side that's really white. Maybe I am. I am. My dad has blue eyes. You know. So what does that yeah. tell you? You know. Brown, Nacido, yeah. Really, really light skin. Yeah, your dad. Blue. Your dad looks like that chaparrito, pero tiene ojos azules. Like you, yeah. if you saw him out in Miami, you thought it'd be some like white boy that lifts weights. You know, but. No, yeah, that's very interesting. Thank you for that story. Very educational. No, definitely. I personally I like appreciate it. If you guys have uh, someone that you want to nominate for Edwards de Silencio, yeah. let us know. It doesn't have to be someone historical. It can be someone contemporary, you know, because we have things Anything. happening now. So just uh, hit us up and all our social media at My Primos Podcast. DM us, post stuff. And again, Podcast at gmail.com. So that was begging by Madcon, <laughs> and there's a there's a little story behind that song. Hey man, what is it? I never heard. I mean, I know this song. But it's a good beat, huh? It's a yeah. very good beat, huh? Yeah, very good. Can we agree on that? It's a very good beat. So I remember hearing this song in college, and this is back in in the you know what two decades ago, a decade ago. Mm, about <laughs> feels like ten years ago. It was two thousand. 11 2010 2012 around that time maybe i'm not not sure i, I haven't looked up when the song came out but i remember hearing this song 2009 oh my god but that's not that's that's not around the time i heard it okay I, I, I remember that much but this was like at the tail end of my college experience um and i remember hearing it liking it and then for a long time trying to remember the lyrics for it to try and look for it and i could never and i pretty much quit trying to look for it because I remember liking the beat a lot and then finally I was I met up with a friend and we went to go get some food and we were like getting wings and stuff and they started playing it in the background and my buddy my buddy saw me and I was trying to shazam it from my table and it didn't work so I ended up shazamming it at the corner Trying to put the phone next to the <laughs> next to the speakers. Like, I remember this song. Shazam! Like, God damn. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and this kid, did my friend, he's like twenty five around there, probably younger. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I'm old, man. Just let me be. Let me. <laughs> no, it's a cool song. So Madcon yeah. begging. Yeah. All right. So I come to the end, but I want to do a quick, different, new thing. I was at work. And a friend of mine is taking a, a psychology course, 
and he started asking us a bunch of questions like randomly like hey what would you do in this scenario or that scenario or hey let me ask you a quick question i'm doing something and it was kind of fun it was kind of like a personality test but it's more like what do you mean a core that person was taking a class studying yeah, for they're taking or a just... they're taking a class it was part of their oh, okay uh, they're, they're college so it's not, it's not, it's not, I mean, you made it sound like it was clickbait online. Oh, no, oh, no, take no, 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 it's that not like, laugh. oh, what Dorito flavor are you? It's not that shit. You know, it's not like, like that. It's like legitimately okay. like something interesting, kind of cool and quirky. You know, it's like almost on borderline, like, like, I don't know. It, it's interesting. It kind of says something about you and I don't, I don't know how much you want to read into it, but it's kind of fun, you know? So okay. I'm going to, I have And next, Los Horoscopos. I've put up with a lifetime of Walter Mercado, so I think I'm gonna come up with my own horoscope segment for this show oh, now that I have the opportunity. All right, and I'm licensed. I am licensed to. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned for your fucking horoscope. Yeah. Con mucho like mucho amor. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you, I'm going to do maybe one or two of these. Uh, they're not very long, but I want to see what you think. Uh, this first one is called A Walk in the Woods, right? And so... So, what am I doing here? All right, so get a piece of paper and a pen or pencil. You can follow along at home as well. And uh, I'm going to do it too. Uh, I haven't really read too much into it. I kind of got that gist and kind of said, okay, cool, I'll do them on the show. So I'm, I'm going to read the scenario and you can kind of just say them out loud and kind of write them down or whatever you want to do. I'm going to write mine down as we go so we can compare at the end and then kind of look at each other's personalities and see what comes up. You ready? Dale gas. All right, pues aquí vamos a empezar. A walk in the woods. All right, let's go. You ready? You got to just answer and just answer on the fly, okay? You're going to answer out loud. I'm going to write mine down and then go from there. With oh, you. so it's not is that multiple choice? No, man, it's all you. Out of your brain. That's what I'm telling you. So it's not like a I'm test. I'm not going to tell you what I wrote down. I just write it down. No, you can say it out loud. I'm going to say it too, but we're going to just do it on the fly. Okay. Write it down to keep track of it. Because at the end, okay, we're going so to I'm a little bit probably looking too much into it because you, you said it was for a class. So it's like, hey, what would you do? Duck? Goose? Something like that. Something I don't like know. that. All right. Okay. So you ready? So you want to okay. just say it out loud, but write it down to keep track of your shit. All right. Okay. So all right, picture yourself walking through a beautiful forest. The sun is out. There's a perfect breeze, just beautiful. Who are you walking with? Say the name or the person. Yeah, say I do. Okay. I'm going to say my son, Jimmy. Cool. Okay. As you continue on your walk through the forest, you come across an animal. What kind of animal is it? A fucking... ¿Cómo se llaman esos? The... They're very... <sighs> what? They're like turkeys, but... Colorful. A peacock. Peacock, yeah. Okay. I, I said bird. I guess we're kind of in the same neighborhood. Cool. I said bird. I'm I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say like a red bird, like a fucking what's it called? No, you said bird. Keep it a bird. A bird? Okay. Don't get more specific. No, it's just a bird. Um okay. when you approach that animal, what does that animal do? To attack me. <laughs> I said fly away. Okay. All right. You're walking deeper into the woods and you come to a clearing. There's a house in the middle of that clearing. How big is that house? Small. I said small, like a small cabin. Um, yeah. Is it fenced in or not? No. Me neither. No. No picket fence. No fence. You walk up to the door 
and the doors open a little bit. You enter and you come across a table. Describe what's on that table. A fruit, a fruit bowl, a bowl of fruit. I'm seeing like cups and empty bowls, like all empty. Damn, that's um, deep. Deep. <laughs> that should be your thing. That's deep. With Walter, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want to get too deep with Walter. Um, no. All right, here we go. Now you finish looking around the house and you leave out the back door. There's a giant, huge lawn, and in the center of the lawn, there's a garden. In the garden, you find a cup. What is this cup made out of, material-wise? Wood. Is it like porcelain? You know, like a, like a teacup? That's uh-huh. what I'm thinking. Okay. What do you do with the cup? Mm. Like, my mind's at a blank right now. Literally. Hmm. Say it again, just repeat the question again. What do you do with the cup when you find it? Okay. Pick it up. Yeah, I, I pick it up as well. I pick it up and I guess just carry it with me. Just pick it up yeah, and carry I it. Yeah, I guess. Okay. So I'm this is like, is this Zelda? <laughs> is this a game of Zelda or what? <laughs> just random this is a water tasks. temple. Yeah. Uh, as you walk to the end of the garden, you find yourself at a body of water. What kind of body of water is it? Is it a lake, a river, a pond, or etc.? Pond. Mm, I'm going to say river. All right. You must cross this water in order to get home. How wet do you get to cross it? Uh, I'm going to say I swim, so I'm guessing like fully engulfed. I'm going to swim across the river. You suck at swimming, so I'm going to go to like shoulder. Okay. I'm going to say like I'm swimming. I'm, I'm engulfed. I'm, I'm swimming across. All right. That's the end. Okay. You got your stuff written down? Mm-hmm. You guys are listening at home? If you're playing at home, now we're going to go over the meaning of these. All right. So here we go. So the first one was the person you were walking with. I said Jimmy, my son. And you said I there. Mm-hmm. Right? A hide. A hide. A hide. A hide. A hide. A hide. The person you were walking with is the most important person in your life. Cool. Wow, okay. Yeah, I can see that. Sorry, wifey. I love you. Um, and now you come across the, the second question. Sorry, was, Rambo. <laughs> the second question was, you were walking through the forest and you came across an animal. What animal did mm-hmm. you say? A peacock. I said a, a bird. In my head, I was speaking like a small bird. Okay, the so size of the animal you come across is a representation. Size? The size of the animal uh-huh. you come across uh-huh. is a representation of the size of your problems. So peacocks huh. kind of Some medium, fucking big. colorful problems. <laughs> I guess mine is kind of small. I guess so I don't see it that way. Yeah, but yeah, small, small problems. Problem. I guess okay, I, so. I like my problems. You like like it? they might be big, but it's they're nice to look at. Like you know, <laughs> I guess I have small weak problems. <laughs> Um, yeah. And so the next step was what happens when the anim- you approach the animal, right? What did you say? Attack. Because okay. I didn't feed it. If your action was more severe, it means you tend to be more aggressive. If it was peaceful, then you're more passive with your problems. So in your case, I'm aggressive. you're aggressive towards your, your problems or your issues. Okay. Mine is more I passive because it flew away. I can kind of see that. All right. So you passive aggressive. I don't know aggressive or passive. All right. Hakemos el que sigue. The next one was you come across a clearing and you find uh, a home, 
right? Or a building or a little mm-hmm. house. And so it represents mindset. I put like a, like a cabin, like a medium sized cabin, like a, like a one bedroom, you know? Yeah. Same thing. That's okay. what I thought. So it says here, the size of your home represents the size of your ambition. Hmm. So I'm not very ambitious, like small amount of ambition, I guess. This test is wrong. <laughs> if there was no fence around your home, which I said there was no fence, it means you tend to be more open. Okay. I, I, I'm open. I can say that. I'm sharing a lot with you guys here. Literally. I don't like the small, the ambitious one. Um, I go by drive. Mm, maybe. We drove to this little house. Uh, mm-hmm. If what you, so we went in, remember the door was open and you found a table. And what did you find on your table? A bowl of fruit. Okay. If, if what you saw on the table wasn't food, people or flowers, it indicates some unhappiness. So mine was empty bowls and cups. <laughs> That's deep. That's deep. That's way too deep. <laughs> Uh, and you, need you, an found inter- food. you need an intervention with that so you, shit, man. That's... Apparently, you're you're happier than me. Damn, man! I just imagine some mangoes and jopotes <laughs> and platanos. All right, all right. Here we go. You went outside and you found the garden, and remember there was a cup, and we asked, mm-hmm. "What was the cup made of?" What did you say? Wood. Yeah, I said like porcelain. So how durable the cup you found was is representative of how strong your relationship is with the person. In the first part of your story. Wood. Hard like wood, man. So hard, so, stiff like wood. Hard Mine, material, right? I think my porcelain one, it's hard, strong, but yet it can break, I guess, and can be fragile. That's pretty fucking fragile, man. Yeah. But it's fancy. It's it super fancy. fancy. But There's a lot of work to a lot of work put into it to make it, you know? It takes a lot of time so to you're, keep it. Yeah, so you, it's like... Ceramic or you know fancy fancy you know, cups. So what do you say about wood? Is it just easily like it can take a lot of damage, or is it? What would you look at wood? How would you define wood? Mm, it's hardy. It's you know I don't know I don't know. It just seems like I thought about it. It's I thought it in the more like you know more accessible. You're able to make a you know like you're out there in the wild and you're able to make a fucking cup out of wood cuz there's wood everywhere. So look at like, wood like wood is more ceramic. like more um it it's a uh, organic, adaptive, organic. there's more life to it. You know there's more life to mm-hmm. it. There's more uh connection to it cuz you're working with wood. I figured like a wood cup, you know, you fashion That's what I'm that's how I kind of looking at it. Yeah. Like it's, ceramic is like more you pinky up some shit like that. So it's a fancy? But all right, and so we move along and said, what did you do with the cup, right? And so what you do with the cup, I put down that I, I picked it up and carried it, right? Like just, you did mm-hmm. similar, I no? put the same. Okay. What you do with the cup is representative of your attitude towards them. So how will we look at that? If I pick up the cup and carry it. You're I'm picking it up and carrying it. I'm, I'm carrying it with me, so I, of this mm-hmm. person, my son, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's a presence, a presence, constant presence. This is really my son, mm-hmm. son, so yeah, I'm protecting him, I'm keeping him, I'm, you know, so, see that? Yeah, constant presence, that's what I get out of it. Yeah. Now, we walked around to the end of the the field, the garden, and found a body of water, right? What did you say for the body of water? A pond. Pond. And I said a river. It says the size of the size of the body of water is related to the size of your sexual drive. I'm a little pond. 
<laughs> I put a river in like a fast pond. river. So I guess why is that? I don't know. I figure like the the rush, the the like the, the the power of water, maybe because that means I'm very. I'm not saying I'm very fast <laughs> when it comes to sex. <laughs> I'm very. I'm a passionate man. Um, yeah. What you say about you? A pond. It's a deep ass pond. <laughs> That's deep. <laughs> no, the way I thought about it, like it immediately popped into my head, was like a pond. It's secluded. It's safe. You're along the river. You know, you might come into trouble with fucking bears and people going through the river. I was thinking about a pond that's secluded. I have my own source of water. I ain't got to fucking worry about nobody. Like so I, I would, for a second, for for a second, I thought for a second I thought a well, but pond is what popped into my head first. It's like a your own private little source of water. So your you sexual prowess is is deep. You have a deep uh, sexual drive. No, that's monogamy, dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the last one that we asked about was to get across this. How wet did you become? Now, I said I was engulfed, like, you know, I'm swimming across it. You said you were, like, yeah. kind of shoulder. Shoulders. Like walking. I don't know how to swim. So no. yeah. All right, so if you became very wet, it indicates that sex is important to you. If you're not very wet, it means it's less important to you and have less attachment cool. to it. I feel, I feel, I've, I've, I've grown so much. <laughs> I've grown so much. <laughs> I've grown a lot. So I'm, I'm engulfed I feel, I feel in so it. I'm so proud about myself right now. So, what, would you have jumped in headfirst before anything that changed in your life or what? Shit, a couple of weeks ago, probably would have thought the Atlantic <laughs> and scuba diving, maybe. I don't know. Well, that that was kind of cool. I mean, that's kind of a little peek at us. I'm, some things I understand, I, I kind of feel a connection to. But like anything else, these things are always subjective, right? You can kind of feed into it as much as you want. But it's kind of cool to look at this it. Is, and, yeah, I mean, I guess it's like a little bit um analytical but at the same time it's like i don't know like a horoscope yeah, online no or something like that it's like no you way can, it is you can, like you know I'll, I'll 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 read into this as much as i can throw this paper pretty as far much as it's kind of like it. one of those things where you're like well let's, let's see what, what we get out of it kind of fun you know yeah and figured, mechanisms yeah that, that, just um, something but like it's that. interesting no interesting. i think it's kind of cool and there's uh you know Tons of them out there. If you guys want to play around, you just kind of uh, check them out yourself. They're, they're scenario based. There's different ones, and that's one of the ones that I, that stood out to me. And like always, I'm a look. I'm I'm gonna take a racial look, cultural look at this. It's like when you, like whoever designed these tests, you know, like like standardized tests. You know, they're they're designed for you know American culture, white people. They're the ones that score the highest. We don't as minorities like. Is it based off of that? Because, you know, like, a house in the woods, it's like, what the fuck? What do you mean a house in the woods? It's like a little cabin. What else am I going to imagine in the fucking middle of the woods? Gingerbread house? Or, you know, it's like, it does, it's like, the. it feels like the answers are obvious. I don't know if it's intended to be so. Like, think... the answers should be obvious and hover around a certain thing. Because... And in and, and some other part of the world, you're not going to ask these questions. Like, no. the fuck are you doing I in the forest? I think that it's, it's stylized in a way where you're like, um, you know, you read those books when you were a kid. That's okay, yeah, I'm gonna adventure kind of thing. What where... I was thinking the whole time, like, this felt like a story, a storyline uh, for Haiti. The, mm. the, the, that little, the girl little girl that lives at, you know, that chef, like, that anime. Yeah. That, about that girl that just takes care of goats. That's what I was thinking the whole time. It's like a very peaceful, calm thing. So I don't, you know, it, it's. It's very culturally biased, I'm sure. 
All right. How about this? We'll do one more. It's really quick. It's only four questions. Mm-hmm. And you can just answer them like straight up. And it's pretty simple. All right, guys. You guys can follow along too. Dale. This will be our last one. And we'll kind of close out the night with this. So this is a great way to kind of break the ice too. And when you meet new people, kind of you guys are out going out, hanging out with new people, something to kind of have fun with. Uh, so what it is, is uh, it's going to ask you four quick questions. And it's really just going to have you use adjectives to describe the thing you're going to answer. Okay. So it's pretty straightforward. Okay. I'm an engineer or I'm trying to be an engineer. Uh, what the hell is an adjective? Like descriptions. Like, uh, okay. for example, I'll give you an example. So they're going to say uh, a color, right? And so you need to describe that color and what it represents with that color. So if it means like, uh, if I say black, black means deep, dark, scary. Okay. That's Got an it. adjective. Like you're describing something. Okay. And that way you kind of, it, it's quick, man. It's very simple, very quick. So here you go, guys. Here's the first one. It's the color one. Choose a color. The first color that comes to mind, and once you have that color, list three descriptive adjectives that describe that color. Green. All right. What are your adjectives? Plant. Plant. Green Ranger. Y Jocotes. I said red, and I felt like heat, uh, passion. And like love, it's kind of what I when I adjectives for red. Photo I said plants like photosynthesis. That's what I thought. Then Green Ranger for some reason. Okay. And then hocotes. Uh, Fuck it. Keep it. Like, All right. Know, next sour one. Sour food. You ready? Choose an animal. Dale. The first animal that comes to mind. Okay. I said rabbit. And once you select okay. the animal, list three descriptive adjectives that describes that animal. I'm saying fluffy, fast, and cute. Okay. I said caballo. I said fast. They eat a lot and they fucking poop a lot. I grew up with horses for a bit, so All right, uh, that's what comes to mind. Shit. Next, next one here. Choose a body of water, like a river, ocean, sea, or a lake. Like Niagara Falls, Mississippi River, just so up. I'm going to go body in a second. Also. All right, once you pick the body of water, list three descriptive adjectives to describe it. That best describe that body of water. Um, okay, and I'm going to see... See, like that's the ocean, and I'll do. Um, let's say big. Um, I guess noisy <laughs> and cold. Yeah, Kinda comes to mind. All right, what'd you say? I said un pozo and hondo, so deep, deep well. Uh, hard to find. I mean, because when you're digging them, it's like you have to know where you're digging. And then uh, hard to get water out of. Like, if it's on a dry season, you have to fucking throw that motherfucker down like 30 feet and then pull up that bucket another 30 feet with about 30, 40, 50 pounds um, of water. Not easily accessible. 
Oh yeah, it's it's not like you appreciate a fucking shower when you're doing that. Nice cold water full of dirt. Very organic. All right, the last question here is: Let's say you're in a white room, no windows, no doors. List three emotions that you're feeling. Mm, say scared. Mm, confused. Is that an emotion? Yeah. And paranoid, I guess. That's all the questions. All right. So when we're done answering the questions, let's highlight the following to get the results. Your color represents what you think of yourself. So I picked red. And so I think about myself, heat, passion, and love. <laughs> what did you think about yourself? Green photosynthesis. I'm the Green Ranger, and <laughs> I love hocotes. There, very there sour food. There That's you go. very accurate. That's you. Um, the animal that you said, I picked a, a rabbit. You picked what? Caballo. Caballo, horse. Mm -hmm. The animal represents what you think of other people. So what do you think of other people? I think that other people are fast, they eat too much, and they poop a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one more. Uh, I said that people are fluffy, fast, and cute. Uh, I guess. <laughs> I don't see that in you. No, I don't think so either. I don't like this one so much. Um, the body of water represents how you are in bed. So I said big, noisy, and cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, I guess I said pozo Me, me bajo al pozo <laughs> ¿Cómo se dice? Uh, I'm deep, hard to find And hard to get water Hard to get wet, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know what to read into it Off of that, like I really don't I don't know, I don't know Alright, the last one is In the white room, it represents what you feel like When you're about to die Ooh so I put, I put scared, confused, and paranoid. Damn. Okay, we share two. I put confused, paranoid, and like intrigued or like interested. Mm. Okay. You know, like. Hmm. What do you think the about? The truth this? is out there. The truth is out there. You know, some shit like that. But anyways. What do you think of this um, one? Thing for the grain of salt, but. Yeah, again, subjective, but fun, right? Something to yeah. to break the ice. And... So again, what does this other person get out of this? I don't get like what did this person told you? Well, what she told, what he told me was that it's just representing You're a roaring river in sexuality, or what the fuck did they tell you? It kind of is kind of giving you the idea of what you think about yourself, right? Uh -huh. And so these questions are supposed to kind of peek into your psyche and to some extent and and even though they're kind of like guided questions it helps just kind of them kind of uh, start kind of putting you in a box which kind of sucks because everything you have to kind of even a psychiatrist psychologist has to check some kind of box yeah so uh it's just something that they're studying and answers and it's kind of fun i didn't think too much into it but i figured something fun we can try tonight i hope you guys liked okay. it i mean did you like it that's cool i mean it was I mean, I'll take it with a grain of salt, but it is it is interesting. I'll give you that. Cool, cool. It is, it well, guys, I think uh, we've ended the show here tonight, and I want to thank you guys for listening. I hope that you use these for fun, for icebreakers or whatnot. Let us know what you guys think, if it was interesting or not, and just kind of we'll keep playing around with segments and just hope that you guys can keep following us along. 
follow us online, guys. We were on iTunes, SoundCloud, any of your podcast services. Let us know what you guys think. We appreciate you that have been listening. Walter, take us out. Say goodbye to everybody. Uh, just wanted to kind of point out, like, you know, we're learning about ourselves. Like, you know, I guess it goes in par with what we just did. It's just, you know, a way to learn about yourself as a person. And that's what we're doing here, too, learning about ourselves. I'm learning about this guy. He's learning about me. Um, y como, básicamente, it's like we're, we're, in a certain way, we're learning as we go, too, with this show. And today we kind of purposefully tried to say, you know what? There's a lot of shit going around in the world. There's a lot of stuff we can bitch and moan about right now. Way too much. But, you know, let's just keep it chill. Let's keep it uh, PG-13 this <laughs> for today and just kind of, like, mellow out a little bit, man. Like, mellow out because the world is crazy. man. And sometimes it's just cool to just, you know, Como se dice, disconnect for a bit and just act dumb for a bit, you know? The, the problems are always fucking there, man. They're always there, so. Next episode, we'll be screaming and shouting at each other for right. some fucking shit, you know? But it's easy, like, I don't know if you, like, I don't know if you agree in the beginning of this episode, at least. We started getting really passionate about, like, oh, this, 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 and that, this, this, and that. And we purpose, purposefully started off saying, no, let's keep it really like this this capítulo so it's hard to do it but it like it's it's analogous to your life it's hard it's hard to disconnect it's hard to kind of like just give yourself a second it's really hard sometimes especially for some of us but it's you know it's good to slow down and just look at cat videos man 